Welcome to Health and Back, a podcast run by a physical therapist focused on fitness, performance, and mindset tools for success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Jordan Seda. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Health and Back. I'm your host, Jordan Seda, coming to you live from NYC. You know, I never saw myself starting a podcast until I realized that, holy shit, I have so many opinions on what people need to live better and achieve whichever goals they may have in life. So you may be asking yourself, well, who the hell are you and what makes you qualified to even have a podcast about this stuff? I'm glad you asked. So my journey to being who I am today started as a 14-year-old high school athlete. You know, I was running track and our school in Central Jersey, yes, Central Jersey does exist as a thing. I had an indoor track, which in my region is kind of unheard of. Actually, I don't know any other school with an indoor track in Central Jersey, at least not back in 2005. But anyway, so the indoor track didn't have the conventional two curves on the outside of the track. It was like a square, even though the edges of the square were rounded. Anyway. One day we're at track practice and the runner in front of me stopped for some reason and my ankle decided not to stop. So it twisted over his foot, which was turned to pretty much about a 90 degree angle. I was in instant pain, could barely put any weight on my foot. I went down to my athletic trainer's office. She got me some crutches, but my foot was so large, I couldn't even get it into my shoe. So obviously I needed some physical therapy. Uh, actually x-rays ruled out nothing was broken it was just a sprain uh, so I needed PT now my first round of PT was what I would consider now to be for lack of a better term pretty shitty PT I had three different physical therapists during my time there and the, the rehab was pretty much giving me exercises with bands just applying ice at the end and what we call electrical stimulation uh, most of which I don't use today in my practice. And I realized that it actually took quite a long time for me to get back onto the field. At the time, track was being used as a bridge between football season and baseball season because baseball was my primary passion when I was in high school. Fast forward a year later from that, after I was pretty healthy, I ended up at the bottom of a, a pile in, in football practice. And if you could picture like five guys from anywhere between 175 to 225 pounds piled up on my ankle. Yeah, that happened. So I ended up getting a second bout of physical therapy, but this time I was able to have one provider. So instead of being passed around from multiple providers, I had the same physical therapist and she was great. She gave me exercises that actually challenged my balance, my strength, and she actually built a relationship with me and my family. And I, at that point, along with spending a lot of time in the athletic training office uh, with my athletic trainer in high school, who I am so grateful for, for just taking care of me and the rest of the athletes in my high school for that matter, and really helping me appreciate injury, working with people and the value of making that connection. I took an interest in anatomy and sports industry, industry, industries, huh? injuries, and it kind of spearheaded my journey from wow, I wanted to go into physical therapy. Well, not physical therapy specifically, but something dealing with injuries. So when I got to college at Rutgers University, RU Ra Ra, 
Um, those of you who know, you know, uh, or you've stopped there for a fat sandwich at the grease trucks, even though you didn't go there. Um, it was a pretty easy process and there's New York in the background, but a pretty easy process toward going to PT school. So I did, I made you sorry that, you know, this is bare bones and this is what this podcast is going to be. It's going to be bare bones. I'm not hiding anything. I'm shooting live from my living room here in Manhattan and there's going to be out, outdoor noise, but it's, it's authentic. Anyway, so I'm in, I'm at Rutgers doing exercise science and sports studies, everything I need to do to go to PT school, everything went well, got, got into PT school at Columbia University, and I came out feeling very well prepared to work with people. And I went to Columbia after all, so you think, oh, this guy's getting the best education possible, which I did, I, I don't disagree with that. But what I've come to realize, especially living here in New York City, is that there are so many different types of people in the world and no two injuries are the same. So as I started practicing as a younger clinician, I can't say young and now I'm old because certainly I'm still young, but I started to have more and more experiences with people who weren't responding to what the textbook would say or how we were taught. And it would require a little bit deeper psychological connection, understanding of people's needs, understanding their beliefs about what I'm doing to them, understanding that there's so much information out there that it's very difficult to disseminate what is fact, what is bullshit, what is actually effective and what's not effective. And also appreciating that things that are effective for one person aren't necessarily going to be effective for another person. So what I hope to do with this podcast is bridge that gap, offer you options to determine what's best for you and your individual needs and in your situation. So over, I've been very fortunate over my years of practice and in my sport background, which I'll go into a little bit in a little bit to connect with individuals from different areas of expertise, not limited to health professions, but also in various sports realms and various types of coaches related to business. And I hope to bring them all on here so they can provide you with perspectives and things that they believe are the pillars to success in helping you achieve even your either your fitness goals, your business goals, or any other performance goals you may have. So talking about the sports that I do, my background is pretty extensive. And you might be able to appreciate that as I go on. But I started off playing baseball as a very, very heavy set 11 year old back in New Jersey. And a lot of that ties into who I am today is lacking, lacking confidence as an 11 year old child, I was pretty heavy. And I was good at baseball. And I really enjoyed baseball. But, you know, over time, I started to evolve into other sports fast forward to high school when I was doing three sports football track and baseball, when all the weight started to to fall off. And a lot of you out there might have a similar scenario where you were once heavier and then you lost weight or maybe it lasted longer in life or maybe you know it i don't i don't think my situation is exactly abnormal but for me it certainly taught me a lot going from someone who was lacking a lot of confidence to now i'm going into different sports and even junior prom when everyone's going out to dance and you're still lacking a little bit of confidence but what are you going to do are you going to sit there and watch everyone else dance and wonder why you're not doing it and feel bad for yourself or are you going to get out there and try and the more I started to do that, the more I started to break out of my shell. I go to college and there's no more football, there's no more baseball in college, but salsa dancing was a thing. 
my friend went to a salsa club. He's like, oh, you should come check this out. And I was like, I don't know. I'm Puerto Rican, but I don't know if I could, I don't feel like I can dance salsa. So I went, the first class was awkward, but then I kept going and I kept going, going. And eventually my senior year, I was the president of the whole damn club. So now it's like, I continuously, I never forget got that I have a football and baseball background. I still am very well versed in those sports, but now I, I'm bringing in another realm of movement. Then I go to, to graduate school. They had a salsa club, but it was really difficult to fit with my schedule. So I joined rugby. And if you played rugby before, you know that injuries are definitely going to happen. And it's definitely a, a 180 from being a salsa dancer, but it did tackle tab into my joy of football. So I enjoyed that. I learned a lot playing rugby. And then now fast forward to where I am today. I had a time when I was really doing not much other than recreational gym stuff. Um, but then I started dating a power lifter back in 2017. Uh, we're no longer together, but I don't want you, I'm not saying that for you to feel bad for me, but from that experience, I learned a lot about technicalities in lifting weights. It specifically squat benching and deadlifting, which I started to see a lot of transformation in my body which made me really happy. I liked going to the gym with goals and getting stronger on a week to week basis. Then I started shifting my continuing education as a physical therapist into strength and conditioning, kettlebell techniques, you know, to align with my, my psychological interest and in taking courses regarding pain science and how to coach individuals that injury is more than muscles and bones. You actually have to take into account other life factors like stress and emotion, persistent thought, illness, and how that all interplays into the amount of pain that you feel. And I'll go into that at a later podcast, just because this is going to be one of those podcasts that's like, okay, if it's too long, you're probably going to stop engaging. And I want to limit that as much as possible. Because I do know our attention spans are, are limited, and we have a lot of things to, to focus on in life. Um, so I've been powerlifting for a while. I became a powerlifting coach in 2019. And a good amount of my clients are powerlifters or have a strength training background. And I really enjoy working with them so much because it's very technical and your standard provider might not be able to approach their injuries in the same type of way, or at least offer them uh, a plan that's gonna be effective specifically for them. Also in 2019, coincidentally, I was sitting in Central Park reading a book and I saw people doing acrobatics in the background and I was curious what it was. And then I realized it was capoeira. And capoeira is a Brazilian martial art that's kind of like a dance as well. And some of you may be familiar if you grew up playing Tekken and you played with Eddie Gordo. Uh, he was the capoeirista in that video game. And from there, I was like, wow, you know, I, I was growing a little bit I don't want to say bored, but it, the powerlifting regimen I was on wasn't really challenging me mentally as much as phys physically, absolutely, it was still challenging me, but I just didn't feel in it. I needed a, a change. So I went to Capoeira and pretty much the equivalent of Eddie Gordo and the female version of Eddie were at my first class. So you want to talk about intimidating? I tried going into a place where everyone's wearing the same uniform. Eddie and his female counterpart were there. Yeah, pretty intimidating. but. The community embraced me quickly. I started to learn the moves. I kept going, I kept going. And now it's become a huge part of my life and also a means of incorporating movement into my practice. 
Just watching the way Capoeirista moves and how you have to use nonverbal communication to pick up on other movements, I am now able to look at movement in a different way. So now what, what I also hope for you to gather is that as I continue to try, different vari try various forms of movement, uh, also taking various classes like yoga, pilates, bar, you name it, I'm slowly having a different perspective and outlook on movement. So if I have a specific individual in front of me, depending on what their needs are, I'll be able to target it with different interventions. Not just like, oh, your, your glutes are weak, so do these stretches. Like, well, not necessarily. If you're a strength athlete, I don't, I'm not necessarily going to give you the same thing as a capoeirista, especially if your amount of pain is 8 out of 10 and theirs is 2 out of 10. You know, I, I don't approach those two situations similarly. So you have to take into account where an individual is along their journey and intervene as such. So again, my goal moving forward is to offer you different perspectives. This isn't to give you any medical advice. I'm not giving medical advice. My goal is to provide perspective. My goal is to ask experts because I'm not an expert. I have a lot of knowledge, but I seek knowledge as much as I can. And that's one of my models is to always be a student and I encourage you all to do the same. Like I've read a lot of books on psychology, mindset, human behavior. I'm reading one on Eastern medicine thoughts right now because I want to become the most well-rounded provider possible so that I can have, I can, I know that if I have someone in front of me, I'm like, oh, this is your, the language that you're using. I get this language because I read this book about that specific language. And these are not necessarily things that can be, they, they get learned over time. But I want this podcast to health and back to serve you as best as possible. If there's a specific topic that you like to be discussed or any person you feel would make an excellent guest on the show, feel free to contact me on Instagram through at dr.jordanseda, S-E-D-A. Fun fact, Seda means silk in Spanish. Um, and they used to call me Jay Smooth back in high school. Absolutely, 100%, not a joke. You can ask my brother, who's a twin, who I also hope to have on the show at some point. Um, yeah, uh, whether I'm smooth or not these days is uh, up to interpretation. Uh, and Or you can contact me through my website, www.theabstractphysio.com. Uh, on there, you can find a lot of information about blog posts that I've written over the years and just how I, my methodology and thinking and how I practice. So other than that, again, I don't want to make this too winded of a conversation. I'm really grateful that I'm on this journey. I never thought I'd be hosting a podcast. I really hope that more and more of you listen, more and more of you find value in me having these conversations and tell people Tell people to listen, share thoughts with me, share ideas, and challenge me. I want this to serve you. So if there's something that you don't agree with, I absolutely want to hear from you as well. Because I'm, I'm not the type of person that's complacent. I know that I don't know everything. And again, that's why I created this forum here where I'm going to bring on guests to talk about their, their challenges and where they've been and... I really, I really see this being a potentially big thing. And other than that, I'm not going to talk anymore. It's been a pleasure kicking this off. 
uh, consider this my intro episode and I look forward to seeing you next time. All right, stay well. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of To Health and Back. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And in the meantime, to connect with Dr. Jordan Seda, you can contact him through all social media networks at dr.jordanseda and online at theabstractphysio.com. Until next time, and remember, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door.